0: Welcome to Yin Untangled, I'm Kat Mead. Welcome everyone to this latest episode of Yin Untangled. I am your host Kat Mead, owner of The Yin Method, and in today's episode I wanted to talk a little bit about why we can experience very strong emotions within our Yin Yoga practice. Honestly, I was a little bit stuck on a topic for this week, um, I've kind of usually try to record this episode on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, sometimes a Thursday, um, but I don't know, I just wasn't really sure on what I wanted to do the episode on this week, and so I kind of thought, oh, maybe I just won't put one out this week, but I really want this to be a weekly show, so I got back onto my thinking train, which is definitely a thing. And uh, yeah, this is actually really interesting. I wrote a blog post. uh, I think it was called Why Do I Cry in Yin Yoga? Or Why Do I Want to Cry in Yin Yoga? a little while ago now. And it was one of the most viewed blogs I have on my website at the moment. And it's because it is, it's a really interesting topic. And I think, Anyone who's been to a yin yoga class has likely felt those moments where some kind of emotion has hit them, often out of the blue. So if you listened to my Let's Get Personal episode a few episodes ago, um, I would have spoken a little bit in that about my first experience with yin yoga, and that was with Kat Clayton of Body, Mind, Life and I can't remember actually if I did tell this story or not but we did an eight minute shoelace on each side and I remember being in this pose and this huge wave of emotion hitting me. I just wanted to cry but at the time I didn't know that that was a thing that happened in Yin and to Kat's credit she did go back and say well she didn't go back and say because you can't go back in time um, she did say later on, you know, if emotion comes up when you're in these poses, let it out. And I was like, ah, oh, okay. So I kind of wish I had let it out in the shoelace pose. But at the time, I was just like, well, that's weird. I can't be in a yoga class crying. What's wrong with me? And so it's it's a really interesting topic to me to come back to this idea that sitting in a static still Slightly uncomfortable pose can make us feel strong emotion. So why? I'm actually reading this really interesting book at the moment. It is called Burnout and it's a guide to moving through a stress cycle basically. And they talk about how we store emotions in the body and how we need to complete the cycle of stress to get them out of our body. So, in this example, um, they talk about the stress response or the stress cycle as being like a tunnel. So, we have the start of the tunnel where we start to feel the stress and then we go through the tunnel, we go through the experience and we feel it all, we let it all happen and we come out the other side. But what happens for a lot of us is that we start some kind of emotional or stressful or anxious response to something and we shut it down. Now. That means we get stuck in the middle of the tunnel and we never make it through to the other side. And when we're stuck in the middle of the tunnel, it's essentially somewhere in our body is holding on to that emotion or that stress or that anxiety that we haven't let ourselves feel, we haven't let ourselves work through. I, I really like this analogy. I think it makes total perfect sense. The reasons we might do that is on purpose. We might feel something uncomfortable like wanting to cry and not wanting to cry in front of someone. So we shove it down, we hold it in and we don't let ourselves cry for whatever reason it is. An example they use in this book is, you know, you might be walking down the street. Now this, this book, this burnout book that I'm reading about stress um, is very much geared towards women. So this is obviously a, an example geared towards women. So you might be walking down the street and someone wolf whistles you. So a man will wolf whistle you or he'll make a comment about you, your appearance, whatever it is. If you're a woman, you've probably experienced it. It's not very nice. Anyway, that's a whole other topic. Um, so, you know, getting yelled at or whistled at from a random man on the street can make you feel unsafe. And it can make you feel angry. But in those situations, getting angry and you know confronting the man or whatever it is you want to do may not actually be a good course of action because you never know how that person, that random person on the street is going to respond to you responding the way you want to respond. So again, that's another stress response or emotional response that we shove down into our system to, in inverted commas, deal with later. The problem is that most of us never go back to deal with that emotion, so it gets stuck in our body. How? So how do you deal with emotion in that example? So let's go back to that example of walking down the street and being wolf whistled. So it happens, you feel angry and you want to do something about it, but you don't because you know that that might put you into an unsafe or vulnerable situation. And then you keep walking, you get home and you punch your punching bag or you punch a pillow and you get that anger out or you scream, you're just like, you know, you yell at the man in your kitchen, you know, the imaginary man in your kitchen that you wanted to do on the street. And essentially that is helping you to complete the stress cycle. But as I've already said, a lot of us don't do that. We push the emotion down, we push the stress down somewhere into our body and we never deal with it. So, the ways that we can complete this stress cycle to move through the tunnel to get to the other side are through doing things like physical exercise. It can be a yoga class, maybe you go swimming, maybe you go for a walk or a run or a dance or whatever it is, you do some kind of physical movement to get the stress out of your body. So stress and stressors, so stress itself and stressful events are two different things. This is simply talking about getting the physiological or the biological stress response completed in your actual physical body. So movement is amazing for getting stress out of your body. Of course, sometimes, depending on what it is, you might also need to talk it through with someone. You might need to go and see a psychologist. You might need to get help for trauma, whatever it is happening. You might also need to get help as part of that stress cycle completion, to get through the tunnel, to work it through, to get it out of your being. And getting it out of your being, I should say, doesn't always make you, well, it very rarely makes you forget about the stressful event or the stress response or whatever it is. You're probably still going to have the memory, but removing that stress itself, the charge of stress and the charge, the physical response of stress out of your body, removes the charge from the memory. So you can have a memory about a stressful event and no longer feel the stress related to it. That is the dream. (laughs) Um, It's a lot easier said than done. So that's kind of what happens when we get stuff stuck in our body. And I actually think it's really important here to say it's not just emotions that we perceive to be negative that we can get stuck in our body it's the ones that we can perceive to be positive that get stuck as well. You know, we might actively stop ourselves from feeling joy because we feel guilty for feeling joy. You know, how many times have you heard someone say something like, hmm, I don't know, oh my gosh, I'm enjoying this meal so much, I need to eat all of this food. Oh my god, but I can't enjoy it because there's starving children in Africa. Sure there are starving children in our own backyard not my particular, not my backyard Look, you can see my backyard I don't have starving children back there um, what I mean is we have people that are around us that don't have food and don't have money and go out and help them sure do things to help them are you doing things to help them but this is just an example of suppressing joy because you feel guilty for enjoying something that other people don't get. So that's definitely something that can happen too. We suppress things like joy and love and other things we perceive to be positive and they get stored in our body as well. So how does this relate to a yin yoga practice? So I've already said that physical exercise and movement and things like dancing and swimming and yoga and running and whatever else it is, helps to get actual stress out of your body. It's amazing. I went for a walk maybe a few weeks ago and I got maybe 10 minutes in and I felt like I was going to cry like something was leaving my body. It was amazing. Yin yoga also helps to get stress out of our body. The difference I think with yin yoga is that often we're sitting in stillness for several minutes at a time. I mean that's basically what what we're doing in yin yoga. Sitting in an uncomfortable position for several minutes and watching what comes up and so when we're in these positions so for example if we're doing a hip opening pose or a hip stretching pose we tend to hold a lot of emotion in our hips they you know our hips are our stabilizers of our body and they've got these big muscle groups that we tend to just shove things down into them And so when we're in shoelace, for example, the pose that I often get an emotional response in, we have the time to not only let that stress slowly be released out of the tissues because we're stressing our tissues, we're gently moving them without moving our body essentially, we're not only releasing it, but we're also letting it come up to the surface to witness it and then actively, intentionally let it go which again is much easier said than done it's very easy in a yin yoga practice especially if you're in a class that's full with other people to shove things back down again to not let yourself look at them to not let yourself cry to sob maybe you need to laugh maybe you need to let the joy bubble up maybe you need to I don't know whatever else it is maybe you need to let yourself feel angry in a yin yoga class i've had classes where i've been teaching and i've been doing poses that are very challenging and i can feel some people having the anger come up the frustration and i absolutely encourage it and i've had poses it was actually one very specific example where one of my students put her middle finger up at me after the pose because she was so frustrated but she needed to get it out, and she did get it out. She let it come up, she let it come out, and she just happened to, you know, be like, that was so frustrating. At, it wasn't directed at me, but it was, you know, I was in front of her at the front of the class. Um, so I actively encourage people to let themselves feel really uncomfortable shit when it comes up in a yin yoga class, because it helps us to get it out of our body, to get through that tunnel, and to come out the other side of an uncomfortable, stressful event. That is a pretty basic explanation of stress and the stress cycle. There's obviously so much more to it than that. But basically, talking about the stress cycle and how we shove things down into our body, the reasons why we might shove things down into our body, and then how they come up and out and how we need to let them come up and out, is really important to know coming into a any kind of physical movement or yin yoga practice. Let me know if that doesn't make sense. (laughs) Sometimes when I waffle on, I've got no notes for this episode. It doesn't always make sense. But again, if you're hearing this, I obviously thought that it made enough sense to put it out to you. (laughs) Okay, that's emotion in yin yoga. We get these little things stuck in our body, sometimes big things stuck in our body. And when we get into our tissues and we start to stress them, emotion the stress comes up to be seen to be dealt with and released so that we can finish the stress cycle so important if you're in a yin yoga class and something comes up let it up let it out and keep going if you are on itunes listening to this i'd love it if you can leave me a rating and a review uh, it helps other people to know kind of what the show is about, what they're in for, if they're going to like it or not. So that would be amazing. Please, please do that. And also, you know, it would help me go up higher in the charts, <laughs> which is nice. If you would like to get in touch, you can find me on Instagram at Method, or you can email me theyinmethod at gmail.com. If you head to my website theyinmethod.com you can sign up to my mailing list and you will be emailed a link to a 20 minute yoga nidra practice which is yogic sleep, super relaxing, very delicious, I highly recommend doing that. And if you're in Newcastle I have my next yin yoga 3 hour immersion called Untangling Layers coming up on April 24. I would love for you to come to that. You can head to my website again, there's an events page to see all of the information Thank you so much for being here, for listening. I will catch you again soon. (laughs) Bye.